Yo, everyone, welcome to the No Fold Podcast, your favorite podcast on the internet while you're actually watching TV in a boat. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. Your own Matt Floyd right here, half of the No Fold Podcast, and... Welcome back to week two of Matt's confusing intros to the No Fold Podcast. I am Ezekiel, and I gotta say, Matt, I have never watched TV on a boat. I, I just haven't lived a lavish life yeah, like you. Yeah, you watch TV when you get satellite TV on a boat, man. Man, you've made it, dude. You've made it. But like TV, TV's irrelevant. So, bro, it's a TV. I didn't say what you're watching on it. You just I'll, I'll, I'll watch like Roku. I'll watch some Netflix. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. I'll watch like the Kissing Booth two. What's your favorite Netflix series right now? Netflix series like that's currently running, mm-hmm. or like just came out. Same same vibe, you know, bingeable. Yeah, bingeable, but it's like Netflix original though. Um, just curious. Ooh, that's tough. Would Cobra Kai count? Even mm-hmm. though it started on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. No, Cobra Kai. I've, I've been loving Cobra Kai. I watched that. I binged the whole thing right when it came out. Another good series, though. I'm trying to think of like stuff that just came out. Um, Yo, I'm, I'm not keep. I'm not keeping up too much with like Netflix stuff outside of like the Cobra Kai's or if stuff yeah. intrigues me. I think for me it was the uh, Shadow and Bone, which is really funny because I'm not more into like, like I heard it was a really good book. Actually, my wife has been reading it and she's like, the book was way better than the series. But I'm like, I don't know. I've never read the book. I'm always a movie person. Ooh, there you go. That's a question for you. Sorry to keep jumping all over the place, everyone. But welcome to the No Fold Podcast. Books or movies? What do you prefer if they have both of those for a series? Are you talking about like, Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings movie, movie book. Um, you better say movie. It's it's a, it's usually movie for me. We can still go on another week. There, there book. is there is a very select few, like you know, like the Die of a Wimpy Kid, yeah, series mm-hmm. book, and all every time not do the movies outside of Roderick. Like what a snack, but like <laughs> what a snack. But definitely yeah. the, those those flops. I remember getting so hyped for those as a kid. So I was like, they're going to be animated. Yeah. It's going to be so sick. Like my whole family was like, yo, you read these. You're going to love them. And then freaking little white boy walks out here. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? And well, I was not a fan. I was not a fan. I would have to say, I know there's going to be a lot of people listening to this podcast. That's going to be like, yo, books always. Your boy ain't a reader. I'm sorry. Like I don't mind reading. But if I can watch a movie, and it's like good, it's not has it doesn't have to be the best movie of all time. I'll watch the movie over reading a book, any day. True. But my wife would be beg to differ. She'd be like, "You're an idiot. You should be reading these books." And I'm guessing I've read the Lord of the Rings books. They're great, but nothing beats. I didn't know you read so much, bro. I read. I read. I read. See, I got books. I got books. Doesn't mean I read them all, but I got books. So I, I you know, like I'm somewhat intelligent. <laughs> They look good in the background. Exactly. They're great on shelves, man. You just have to like wipe them off every now and then because a lot of dust collects. That makes so, sense. That makes sense. But yeah, Probably. I just wanted to, I wanted to figure out like Netflix wise, they've been they've been doing a lot of work right now. They've been doing a lot of like just putting out new shows and stuff because they know everyone's still at home. Everyone has time to kill. So it's like, yo, let's just keep pushing out these episodes. And more and more companies are realizing like Netflix and stuff, it's just continuing to blow up. And it's gonna continue to like take out all these other like CNNBC, NBC, if they don't have an app or something that they're able to stream online, they're going down the toilet like Dude, fast. Netflix is Netflix is like now the like acting place. It's like yeah. it's a bigger deal to be on like like you can be on the silver screen, you know, you can make it on your like your Peacock like office reboot show. Yep. But for someone to get a lead role in a Netflix film, I'd say at their current like it's output is like a like seven out of ten chance it's mm-hmm. gonna be a good movie and it's gonna like propel your career, mm-hmm. which honestly leads me to one thing that I want to talk about today, which was Bo Burnham and Inside. Inside, Have you seen it? I I will say I haven't seen the whole thing. I've seen clips of it. Um, I got to see a lot of stuff on YouTube earlier when Zeke and I were in here researching right before the podcast some of this topic but it seems interesting i want you to elaborate on like what makes it like so amazing for you because i know a lot of people would be watching it especially that are like pre-internet 
and wouldn't really get it. I feel like they would like they think it as almost like a, a sitcom. It's not for boomers. Yeah, it's like not, it's definitely no. like so. Elaborate on like what your take is on Inside. I think for me personally, I feel like I related to it mm-hmm. on a on a different level because like I was sitting around doing nothing in quarantine, like absolutely nothing, and like basically every all of quarantine yeah like every amalgamation of idea that had come from like my brain of like i could film that i mm-hmm. could film that like okay i could go outside here but i could just film it in my room like i just like watch that just play out uh-huh. in the special and it just made me go like ah, i could have done that kind of like i could have done my it's inside it's it's like what he did inside Mm -hmm. i could have done my own what i did inside and i feel like that's why like i was so captivated by each and every deliberate cut and how it was so sporadic in like overall like going step to step but it did go from point a to point b Mm -hmm. and it was all about like you feel that like journey of quarantine of like how how did we get from point A to point B? When you like trace it back, you're like, oh, okay, buddy, like, whoa. Yeah. But it, it was, it was, if we were talking about, like you said, favorite like Netflix series right now, I'd probably say favorite Netflix film right now would have to be that one. Yeah. Like, it, it was just. Did he make stellar. it for YouTube or did he make it for Netflix? Made it for, for Netflix. The whole thing. Yeah. But he's on YouTube though. He starred, he, so as far as I know from like watching it and then watching like, you know, you do like your research after you enjoy a good yep. movie. The um, he started on YouTube back when I was a small little child and he blew up. And then from there, he was like one of the first internet comedians. Mm-hmm. So the media like jumped on him mm-hmm. and he started doing live shows um, all the time, but it was just not his vibe to the point of where like he would have anxiety attacks on stage um and not be able to do it so he kept trying he did a netflix special a couple of years ago and then finally he just stepped away mm-hmm. he's like i'm done with it all and then finally inside is about him he wanted to attempt to come back in the year 2020 to do live shows but then the pandemic hit and he oh, couldn't okay. so he so he just struck this deal with netflix and made a comedy special over the course of that year interesting so that's where it kind of like take it picks off picks up from that moment of like he was still going to make some kind of like film it was just not for Netflix and then Netflix was like yo make this for us. So he was trying to get back onto his feet live mm-hmm. and the pandemic forced him to get back on his feet through a short film. Yeah. So That's cool. I mean, yeah. I I'm intrigued to watch the whole thing. I uh I have a very short intentions, man. It's really bad. Dude, it's like a YouTube video. It literally will like cut in between things and then like there's like like without zero explanation in the first like I don't even know, like fifteen minutes, it's like him setting up the cameras, him setting up the lights, him explaining why he's even in this room, why he's even doing this stuff. Ah. And like two seconds in, he's like, I'm bored, I'm tired. And then it cuts and he's like I'm just going to spend all this time FaceTiming with my mom today. And it's like this whole like three minute song about it. It's really good. But yeah. He, he really like explores all the different avenues of like how the internet has like fricked a lot of things. Mm-hmm. There's an entire song about sexting. There's an entire reaction part. There's an entire part where he makes fun of like Twitch and live streaming. There's a song that's literally called welcome to the internet. And when yeah. you really listen to it, you're like, Oh yeah. The internet is like, Ooh, interesting. It is the it is its own world. It is. People don't understand that. But it is our world. It's yeah. like the future. Mm-hmm. And it just keeps evolving. Yeah, I think I think it's a great film because I honestly like it's it's cool for me to watch what other people create, especially in that kind of nature, outside of just like a typical movie, like you were saying. Like it's not shot and edited and looked like an actual like film or like a movie that we'd see from hollywood it's like something that's just straight out of youtube but shot and like keeps your attention just long enough to then move your attention to something else and it's that's like that's crazy that they've hacked that and now they're showing it on netflix and now people that aren't even like our generation are seeing that film and they're like 
this is interesting. What is what does all this mean and stuff? But then when they start to research it, then they start to figure stuff out. And it's just like a total like domino effect of like, wow, this is just where we're at now. Yeah. This is just where it's gonna go. And like we don't know exactly how it's gonna go, but we're going in this direction now. And it's not like your traditional movie setup stuff. There's some raunchy movies on Netflix. There's some like like I was like, there would be Inside no, is one of them. Yeah. Like I just I just don't see like how any other like movie production company could do that out there but netflix pulling these like indie films out of nowhere and you're like i just watched someone have sex for 20 minutes in a video what yeah like there was no way a hollywood film would be able to do that like that would be okay to be like yeah send it to the theaters now like anyone can stream it in their freaking living room or on their tv or on their freaking phone like what wild netflix Netflix is just a different place they hacked like entertainment to the next level and like you said didn't they have their own app now or their own like tiktok thing like yeah if you go if you go in the app they are taking like clips from the shows their most popular shows and then like putting them in a tiktok style format you can't like i always i could be wrong but i don't think you can like like anything yeah but it's literally just like, oh, Arrested Development, BoJack Horseman clip, funny this, funny that. And then, yeah. of course, like if you just like click on it, it'll just open up to the show. So if you liked the clip, you can watch the show. Yeah. Which I think is really smart. Oh, it's genius. Because it's just like just enough of a tidbit to be like, oh, yeah, I have like 20 minutes to kill. I'll watch some of that show. Like, yeah. Wild. Yeah. I think that's like how entertainment is going. And then to kind of segue into the freaking... <laughs> how the internet took it we don't know but floyd mayweather and logan paul fight like what entertainment was that like i was i was shook dude i want to be i want to be hugged like how logan hugged mayweather bro on the internet people tearing him a new one with that one hit that was like yo look like you got like oh yeah and like floyd was hanging holding you up and stuff I was like, man, this guy just, he doesn't catch a break. But granted, he went eight rounds. He went the distance with stop. Floyd Mayweather, yeah. which like you, for context, Conor McGregor fought Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor, who Logan has on like on the internet said mm-hmm. he would not want to step into a ring with Conor McGregor, has stepped in a ring with Floyd Mayweather, Conor McGregor didn't last all those rounds, and Logan did. And there's only and yes, whatever. Floyd's older. It's only three years. Yeah, the guy never stopped training or anything. No, like it's twenty or it could, I think it was four years. So twenty seventeen yeah. to twenty twenty one. It's not like Floyd went. Yeah, I got my whatever five hundred million dollar bag or something from yeah. that and left. Like no, he didn't stop training. He's still like at his like prime ish. Yeah, and to fight a complete amateur in quotes fighter. And for Logan to still keep up is like really, really oh, impressive. Huge. Yeah. Like it, it, a lot of people in that like MMA and boxing community were like, yo, props to that guy stepping foot in the ring and making it eight rounds with like the legend himself. Like that's just unbelievable. So I was like, okay, cool. Like I think a lot of people were expecting that knockout realistically yeah it would have been awesome to find someone like or at least in one of the rounds to like get someone to be knocked out but realistically i don't i didn't see it happening anytime soon when i started watching the first couple of rounds because i was just like they're really going for it and they had moments where like one was like taking body shots the other one like you could tell with logan being the height and the like the length and stuff he was able to like connect on some shots he was able to like hit a couple of shots on Floyd. You know how cool that is to be like, yo, I was like fighting I Floyd an and I landed. Floyd, exactly. Yeah. Like what? Like Dude. so crazy. But like vice versa for Logan being able to take some of those punches from Floyd. Cause Floyd was delivering them. Like he wasn't holding back. It was, it was wild. So I was like props to that dude for making it all the way. Dude, you know what I found was really freaking weird about it though? Is at the end of it, Logan Paul, one of the first things he says after the fight is like, um, I didn't expect him to give me that many body shots. Yeah. Like I didn't plan for it in training. I was like, first of all, your trainer's a freaking idiot if he doesn't expect the small guy to go for your body and not freaking swing at your head. Yeah, he's not gonna keep going like but this. Like, like in what world do you have this narrative of I train for a year and you didn't expect those body shots? Like, like it's like that weird, 
like I, I'm not saying he's making excuses. I just mean it's literally like like they trained specifically for him only to get hit in the face. Like, come on, the body shots are what make people fall. Yeah, exactly. I, I honestly think he was jarring, jarred a little bit because he wasn't thinking straight. He's like, oh, I got a little body shot. Yeah, exactly. He's like still trying to figure out where he's at at that moment. But like, honestly, it was it was really cool to see how he walked out and he was wearing the Pokemon card. Oh yeah. And everyone was, was like, like, that's so cool. Bro, like that was a first. And then everyone was like, Yeah, whatever. Like a lot of the older generation didn't really understand it. They're like, Why is he wearing a Pokemon card around it? And then they come to find out that's like a million dollar card right there. And I was like, yo, this was a million dollar fight based off of just that Pokemon card, let alone them two actually fighting. It's like that's insane. So who knows where that could continue to go? I think they've got like now Jake's got his fight scheduled with uh, was it Usman. Again, or? we don't care on the No Fold podcast. Yeah, we don't care. No, I just, it's I just not like Usman. This. He'd die if he fought Usman. Yeah, it's yeah. Tyron Woodley. Woodley, Woodley. Who again? Yes. Who was a five-time UFC champion? Wow, but he's also lost his last four fights in a row. And he's never boxed in his life. Yeah. And he's also a wrestler. So he's basically like, like if Ben Askren was like a level 10, like this guy is like a level 30. Like it's a bump up, yes, but I'm talking UFC levels here. I'm not talking boxing. Yeah. Like Jake can still like first round knock out this guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. It's going to happen. And Jake's going to make a frick ton of money, more money than you guys. I mean, not me, but you guys will ever see in your life. And yeah, this man has a bag. <laughs> I know it. And he's not ever going to tell me. He's going to literally be like, until we like in this podcast in like 20 years from now, he's going to be like, yo, I've had like a million dollars. I've just been sitting on and it's been under my bed the whole time. Bitcoin. Bitcoin. <laughs> I've just been sitting there mining it under my bed. And I'm like, Exactly. That's how it's going to happen. I see that happening. Probably. But yeah, it's just going to like, I've learned so much about the boxing industry from keeping up with like Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather. Mm -hmm. But it's just that fact of like, they are prize fighters. Like, like regardless of how much we want to see Jake take on a boxer and challenge himself, Mm -hmm. uh, if he loses, he literally, he doesn't just lose that fight he loses like millions of dollars oh millions yeah like because of the fact that like he won't get those big fights anymore he won't get those big numbers he might not even headline Mm -hmm. like anymore or he'd have to work his way back up like a regular boxer right now he has that like clout to be like i'm already at the top of my game and i'm just pulling you up to my level sort of thing so yeah that's true yeah it's yeah i mean the more and more i thought about it i also looked at like um mayweather's career too like mm-hmm. i learned about that stuff too like um pacquiao like they they had been in talks to fight for five years like because pacquiao challenged him back in 2010 and he was at his prime and then mayweather said ah, ah wait 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 and then in 2015 when pacquiao was out of his prime mayweather fought him and he won and he made a frick ton of money like it is that balance of like yeah. picking your fights because if Mayweather had just said like I'm gonna challenge myself and take you on, he might have lost. Yeah. Oh yeah. And he wouldn't be the the fifty. Now technically, neither, neither of them lost. So they st- is he still undefeated? Who? Floyd and Logan. Yeah. Oh well, it was an exhibition. Yeah. So that's why I said that Logan could have Logan could have knocked him out, and Floyd could have left that building on a stretcher, and it wouldn't have done anything to his record. Yeah. Okay. So he's still undefeated. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. No, I mean, that's just like, he is going to be the, like, or at least of our generation, he's the he's the most, uh, like, paid athlete. He's the highest paid yeah. athlete of all time, yeah. actually. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I don't he made know a who's gonna billion dollars from fighting. And then his next billion is in real estate, guys. <laughs> be ready for it. That's what he said. <laughs> Floyd real estate, bro. Mayweather Mansions. Mayweather Mansions. <laughs> My man, just buying all this real estate. He's going to go work with Grant Cardone. I know it now. (laughs) I see it. Grant's going to be like, I'm going to tell you how to sell. And then Jordan Belfort's going to jump in there and be like, actually, it's a straight line persuasion. Let me tell you about it. 10x. Tell me, sell me this pin. There you go. Exactly. I think it's so funny how these guys are like, no, granted, they're super smart. Like what they're doing, they're doing well. Like it's awesome. Mayweather is extremely smart. Yes. And so like, I don't think he's no dummy. 
but at the same time, it's just funny to take certain people serious, and he's going to have to break that stigma of like people taking him serious because all they see him as is a fighter, and it's like to be a businessman it was like michael jordan like he was the athlete the the like the best in the world and then had to convert to a businessman and like that's like a not an easy transition granted he did have a brand behind him but still it's so hard to like become like that business person so when that happens it'll be interesting to see how he like goes into that route but for now it's like you know you just live up your fighting for maybe another year or two and then just be like I'm done, done. Like, because if he tries to go again, he could lose that undefeated streak if he pushes his luck. I, I heard one guy in uh, the press conference um, on Mayweather's side, like right after the fight, he was like, it's like, regardless of how you think this went or whatever, or much hugging or whatever, <laughs> like, realize that crawls. this could be the last time you will ever see Mayweather in the ring. Mm-hmm. And that's very true. Yeah. Like, the guy's old. He's a smart businessman in the fact of like, dude, when that fight ended, man had zero scratch on him. He was just smiling and everyone went, legalized bank robbery. <laughs> like, like, it's just like, like, I have never felt someone say something so absurd and then it feels so real. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Like he walked away and it was just like he was doing this. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? He walked in. Uh, like, like, it happened what? so. It was eight rounds, what, three minute rounds? So would that be like, I don't even want to do the 24. Math. 36. Eight times three? Eight times. Oh, yeah, 24. 24. You're right. Quick mass. Boom. Um, But like, 24 minutes, $80 million. Like, <laughs> he just, he's just uh, like, thank, thank you for your time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, it's like, you just went into the gas station and you were like, I'm going to look at every aisle real quick and it's going to be about 24 minutes. And then I'm going to walk out of this door and I'm going to have a bag with me. And you're like, nah, man, that's, that's a fool. He literally got zero, like you said, zero scrapes on him. Exactly. He was like, just if he would have done a morning workout that morning, that's it. Dude, in the time it would take me to buy my groceries, Mayweather can buy like 17 of the grocery stores. <laughs> Costco, <laughs> you got it. Exactly. Like, I don't under I boxing is just a different breed and I think Jake Paul like saw Floyd Mayweather and was like that's what I'm gonna do and he's like trying to do that I I think there's gonna be a time where he's gonna go in over his head and get himself knocked out oh dude there's gonna be especially if they if because someone brought it up I know that we'll like jump to the next topic but someone did bring up at the post uh conference post fight conference it was like uh they talked about maybe going into the UFC and Logan was like, I think that would be pretty cool. Like grappling and stuff more of that if they get into the UFC, they're dead. Have you seen UFC fighters like true? They're, like, they're beasts. They're animals. Yeah. They don't care. They'll like gouge eyes out. Like even though they're not allowed to, they'll still do it and be like, gotcha. Like, Instead of gotcha hat, they're gonna be like gotcha eye. Like that's literally what they're gonna do. And I I don't see them lasting long because, granted, it is like way more violent than boxing, and there's so much more at stake. And those guys are just like, it's like it's cage fighting. It's yeah. not round fighting or like arena fighting. It's like no, it's you and that other person, and one person is coming out of this ring alive. Yeah. That's a totally different dynamic than put some gloves on and let's box. It's like, no, they're kicking. Like, take a jaw, like a, take a heel. An elbow to to the the jaw. Yeah, exactly. On a roundhouse. You ain't living past that. You maybe have like a little bit of your jaw left. Like, hopefully they can talk after the fight. Who knows? Like, that's going to be interesting if they do dive into the UFC because that's going to be a whole nother world that's like. I don't think they'll do it. I don't. They, I, they he brought it up like he was I think interested. They'll, maybe in it. they'll do like a like a fun thing or like some sort of like social like Logan Paul wrestles Ben Askren just for fun. But mm-hmm. I don't think they'll ever like get in it though. Yeah. But you know, to end the conversation, it's it's said on record. I saw a thumbnail, but um, <laughs> it's on record with a thumbnail. Um, Floyd was like, yeah, like Tyron Woodley, he can come hop in our gym. We'll train him for the Jake Paul fight after the whole gotcha hat thing. So, dude, could uh, you imagine? Like, if he wasn't kidding. Oh, yeah. I, and, like, I, Tyron I don't Woodley, think he like, is. goes in there and, like, trains with him for the next three months. Like, dude, 
Jake's fricked. <laughs> like that's the difference between like Ben Askren. Ben Askren learned from some like dope. Yeah. <laughs> like, like he was he did not care. He just got his bag and left. Oh yeah, you could tell like he was not in fighter shape when you saw him step into the ring. You're like, bro. Everyone been switched their bets. Bag. To, like, frick, frick. <laughs> He's like that man just ate a bag of Cheetos before he went up there. Like legit, it was so bad. So I'm like, yeah, if he does that, dude, like whew, that's gonna be interesting. Exactly. That'll be really really interesting. I think uh, also on the side of like entertainment and people making money, bro, Nelk, Happy Dads. Y'all heard of these? Not re- I don't follow with Nelk that much because I'm a recommended YouTube pig. So uh, okay. Nelk will never hit my recommended because YouTube doesn't like them. Yeah. So like, I, I hear from them out when they do something notable, but I know I don't like consume their content. Yeah, I I am I will say I'm a dedicated fan just because I love their their persona of just like IGGA. Like just don't care mm-hmm. at all. And they just do their thing. And I'm I'm like, that's cool. Like I, I commend you. Like even though like all of it's not great, like when it comes to like just like pranks and stuff like that and things going wrong or people getting arrested or something like that it it is what it is but like for them to literally do what they're doing on youtube now and not getting paid a dime for but all of their merch and now releasing a hard seltzer that's gonna be like its own entity is out of this world like it's like you would if you would have told me that like five years ago that's like yeah there's a bunch of youtubers that are gonna start their own brand and they're gonna also make a hard liquor and or a hard seltzer and they're gonna be like one of the highest grossing like groups and brands in the world yeah not not believing that but like those guys are crushing it like and they're not stopping like if you see fans like it's almost like pre-logan paul when it was like he was a YouTuber and he was gaining that fame and it was just like people would show up out of nowhere. Anytime they film videos, it's like there is college kids out the wazoo just like banging on doors, running on the streets, like corralling around them as they're driving down the street. Like if they find out that Nelk or Full Sing Group is there, bro, game over. Parties like astronomical project x style like it's just it's insane how much influence they have and not a dollar of that money comes from youtube because they're like yeah we're not going to do this for here dude i mean from from my outside perspective i think it's a little risky to do a hard seltzer brand yeah but because like dude i i don't you you watch them more like like what were what hard seltzers what things were they like chugging before they released their own brand well i mean you have like you got white claw you got truly's you got truly's you got white claw like that come <laughs> that space is not that big like i you mean there's have, a, yeah, you they, have bud light you have cores you have like your name brands now that made a seltzer yeah. but they all just taste like crap and I'm interested to find out. I have some on order, actually, because you can order online and you can get it shipped to you. So they or it's like online, California, and one other state right now that you can order. Oh, yeah, because the store. alcohol laws. Exactly, yeah. And they have to go state by state, but they're committed. They're getting it all over the U.S. They want to be like all over the place. They got one of the biggest distributors of beer in the nation to be behind them and back them for all their bottling and stuff. So it's insane. So I'm they, like, Yeah, bro. if they go direct to consumer, like that would be really really yeah. smart and it's simple it's clean and like how they were describing the drink i'm like yo i could drink a seltzer like that i'm not into like the sugar drinks i can't do them i'm not like like wait you how old are you i can't drink you're like 20 this is this is your yeah. thing 20 right i'm 19 19 sheesh 19 man what was i doing at 19 I wasn't filming a podcast, I'll tell you that. Probably not. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, yeah. I think it's like one of those things that they're going to continue to explode, but it's like for you to utilize a platform and not make any money from that platform, but still continue to like push that platform is it just shows how much value in content and consistency on YouTube is the ultimate win. No matter a dollar if you get from them. It's like if you have a brand and it's recognition and you're not posting on YouTube, you're just shooting yourself in the foot. Yeah. Like 
it really comes down to just that right there because they're not getting a dollar from anything, whereas all these other people are trying to make it big on YouTube because it's like they're trying to look for that money through sponsors and other things. Of course, that's all they can rely on, and they're still making it like YouTube is like their world to like or their in, their their viewpoint to the whole world is through YouTube and it's like yo we're doing it for all you guys watch these videos we're going to try to publish one every other week like we're going to be on it and if they don't they'd release like a little teaser video saying hey we can't release this video because like we have a couple warrants out for arrest and so we would be like hurting ourselves if we put a video out right now but don't worry we're going to have another one coming up like that kind of dedication and YouTube's like I don't know who's you giving them money. I'm not giving them money. Like that's why yeah, they're not brand and they're friendly. Like, yeah, and they're still pushing it. It's like it's because because I've realized, especially uh, from like you know being on this podcast mm-hmm. and like honestly having like now more like an eye of like research because mm-hmm. at any moment like a podcast topic could come up. Like YouTube is a the reason why like TikTok can't take it out just yet is because YouTube is like the storytelling like yep. factory it is mm-hmm. building some of the greatest storytellers like you're looking like even like the nelk boys logan paul like yeah he could do like vine mm-hmm. right youtube is where he he like built the foundation that got him to japan and then like lost that all and then came back without youtube he could not fight floyd mayweather if he was a tiktoker 100%. Like it would not be the same thing, but nope. he's able to tell these incredible stories and do these incredible things. Same for Nelk. They see that value in like telling the stories and doing all these things and being like, oh, we may not, we may have it a warrant for our arrest. Like we're going to do these like really interesting like things. They see the value in the storytelling and that's what people are able to like attach themselves to mm-hmm. so fast. Yeah. And like it's different on TikTok. Like, you see a lot of like 1 million plus view like or like TikToks mm-hmm. are really good stories. Sometimes, most of the time it's just funny haha slap smack cam. Um, but on YouTube it is like I watched a guy who I have followed for so long uh, go through all these ups and downs of like does he want to do it anymore and then he made a video exact same style of video he's always done. Um, he did it. It's all video games. He did it on this new game that just came out called Metopia, um, and it hit trending. And it was like the first time he's ever hit trending because really? I followed him since he was like super small, and I was like, whoa, because it was just like every like storytelling is like one of those things where you you learn where to find the puzzle mm-hmm. pieces, and then you try to make them come together, and they finally come together just right. And then that's where other people start to see it. And then YouTube puts it on their trending because they want more people to see it. And then that's where your like career like takes off. And then you only get like better mm-hmm. from there. And that's like going off of like the Nelk thing. Like partially, I think it's a little bit of a risk to do hard seltzer because if it if like it sucks flavor wise, they're fricked. But like they are able to tell that story to where even if it's only two percent better than a white claw it feels like it's 50% better Mm -hmm. because of the fact of how they're able to construct the brand. 100%. And like they, it's going to be cool to see more and more creators diving into products. And like, I, I feel like this is just the tip of the iceberg for like who's stopping like Ninja from making a cereal. He could get some Ninja pops today, bro. Like, I mean, Ninja's done like every product under the sun. Yeah, but I'm saying like just overall in general, like this is gonna be a new way. It's creators creating brands. Yeah, bro. Like, and it's just Ninja not cereal about isn't Ninja cereal. Exactly. It's just Ninja making a cereal. Yes, brand. I I see that becoming more and more of a trend because their product is called Happy Dads. It's got nothing to do with Nelk, nothing to do with Full Send or the Nelk Boys or anything of that sort. It's literally its own entity. And I see like, yeah, I just see it now. Creators making products like this that are going to be its own entity, live on its own and be astronomically like reviewed, used, like utilized in everyday society. And a lot of older brands that we've always had that are like, eh, it's okay. It's like the store-bought brand. 
they're going to have to step their game up because literally everyone's watching TikTok. Everyone's watching social media. Excuse me. As soon as one of them take off, it's like their kids are going to be like, yo, I don't want that cereal anymore. I want Ninja Pops because it's Ninja. Like, or I want this ice cream or I want I want gamer cereal because gaming exactly dude it's not gonna stop and then like who's to say that that parent's gonna be like no 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 this one is way better than this one no they don't care they're gonna be like that's what my kid likes okay cool I'll get that for my kid times that by a million people it's gonna take off it's gonna be wild and literally it's gonna be like whole aisles full of just like creators making all these random brands or if brands are smart enough right now, reach out to creators and make collections or make one-offs and uh, different approaches to their stuff. I don't, I don't think creators will do it. I mean, me personally, like if I was thinking I of starting something, like, like let's say I wanted to make my own gamer pops, right? And Kellogg's hits me up and says like, yo, like you can be on the box. It'll be sick. We'll do all the manufacturing. I'm just going to be like, like, I already talked to like all these manufacturers. Like I already like know what I'm doing. Like, like it's great and all, it could be sponsored with a big brand, but like I am a big brand. Yeah, you know, you that's know? what I'm saying. But they're gonna start their own, like similar, like yeah, exactly. Yeah, like it's just gonna be a thing where literally they're not gonna beat out. That's either either you or they're not doing something. So a brand reaches out to them that is big in that space and says, "Hey, you don't seem like you're doing anything in this space. We want to utilize you." Then that'd be a creator be like, "Okay, cool." It'd be like a makeup artist doing like i don't know just something with like salad and it's like well okay yeah i mean i don't really do anything with salad but as soon as you put your name on there or you put something of that creator's like standpoint and stuff on that it's like okay cool like they eat that that's healthy okay cool eat this instead like it doesn't take much but if there is like you said already a space for creators that are thinking about it it's going to take off and it's going to continue to take off. Like you're doing, we've talked about it last podcast. Like you like food reviews. You do food reviews. Well, there's going to be a cookbook at some point. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. What's stopping you? So imagine you just doing a, a hint of food stuff. What's stopping someone making their own popcorn? It's very true. Yeah. Like it's not going to, it's going to keep like, and it's going to, then it's going to become a thing of like, okay, who's going to make a crazier product? And it's just I think I think push. what we're gonna see is like creator collectives, like you know how like like hype houses. No, yucky. Like you know how like Zoomies has Mr. Beast merch now, like yes. exclusive. You can only get it there, oh, Mr. Beast okay, merch. Okay, okay. Like I merchandising. Think, okay. Well, I think we'll see like a Zoomies type thing, but it's purely creator products. And like it's like a group of creators coming together to start this thing, and then you like let's say you're a creator, you're on the rise, right? You just hit like five million subscribers. You want to make a product. You go to that company, they help you make the product, and then they distribute it across their hundreds of stores in the U.S. You know, like it, it would be like like if you wanted to make your own popcorn or whatever, like. Bada bing, bada boom. They'll figure out how to make the popcorn and they'll put it right there, right when that person who's trying to buy Mr. Beast merch is checking out. They're like, oh, I could go for some like ninja popcorn, you know? Like, I think we'll see something like that where it'll be like a brand or a group of like these mm-hmm. creators that are already making their own products, essentially getting themselves ready to then cultivate everybody that's going to be coming through the pipeline in the next like five years. I didn't want you to tell everyone that because that was like how the no fold was going to become a business model was going to be like the direct to consumer, like the, the go-to guy for all creators. Oh, we're, we're still doing that. Okay. Okay. Be scared. Sure. Yeah. Be ready. Internet. This, this stuff is coming alive. We're going to make these products. You're going to have Ninja popcorn in your Walmart aisles. Exactly. Watch it. No, it's going to be in our own. It's going yeah, to be in our, gonna have own, our own supermarket. Creator yeah. supermarket. Bro, if we make <laughs> a Costco for creators, bro. Dude, just um, like imagine bro. that. Like, it would be cool. <laughs> oh, it would be so dope. Like, like literally be like, all right, this is for YouTube. This is for like TikTok. And it's like you make your own like commercial line of like stand standing only like pop-up shops or like different stores across the u.s so we're like mr beast where it's like the little like 
test kitchens and stuff. Exactly. Like imagine if someone ran and someone's going to totally steal this idea, so I'm going to have to do it first. But imagine if a bunch of like, exactly, like a bunch of cooking creators, right, got together, bought like 10 food trucks and then just said like, these food trucks are blank canvases, you know, like they would deck them out in like a creator's like thing for six months. And then they hire all the staff, all the everything to run the food truck for six months. And they strip all the paint from it. And they put another creator on it. And they send it back out in the streets. Like it'd be like, It would be like Mr. Beast Burger, but it'd be super exclusive. Mm-hmm. Only in a few areas. Or maybe it's like the Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobile. It's going from West Coast to East Coast one yeah. time. Bro, that's wild. Exactly. Like stuff I, like stuff like that is like really cool. I mean, we're kind of seeing that now. Like I was looking at Logan Paul's he did his Maverick Athletic drop. Mm-hmm. Uh freaking what? $125 for a hoodie coming off of $90 hoodies in the last Maverick drop, which makes sense. They're I'm pretty sure they're like the Supreme, they're the exact same ones like the Supreme hoodies like the blanks, um which are already $125 and he's selling in LA, so it makes sense. But if you go, it's like, oh, it's powered by this company. And that company's whole thing is like bringing, turning creators into brands and like creating brands mm-hmm. out of creators. And I noticed like in their like cutesy little art thing, like you can see Emma Chamberlain too. Yep. It's like Emma Chamberlain's involved in like that same thing. And so you're seeing these brands pop up that their whole goal is to better the creator e-commerce space. Mm-hmm. And, and we're probably going to see a big boom in like these brands pop up and frick over creators for a good like five years like MCNs did. But we're also going to see those companies that, you know, are like going through the woodworks like this company with Logan Paul or U2s is yeah. another huge one. And dude, they're just going to like take off. Yeah. No, like, I, I, I'm, I'm excited to see like I can just imagine like a giant Costco that's like this is YouTube only, or this is like creators only. And people are like, pull up and they're like, yo, this is the, the, the cooking creators aisle. Yo, this is like technology and uh, widgets aisle of based off all the creators and like what they created or certain products that they like put their name behind and stuff. Like that's going to be wild. Dude, exa- like I, I think we're on like that like strange, like especially with like Nelk doing this, like they're mm-hmm. one of the first creators to step out and say we're making a brand that doesn't have anything to do with us outside of we are now influencer marketing for a brand that we own. Yep. So it's free marketing. Um, I think, who knows, we could see like Peter McKinnon coming out with his own bags and D filters, great. Like Peter, Sony wholesales their sensors. Why aren't you just making a camera? Like, you know, like, I think we could see that. Bro. We could see something. Uh-huh. And that's going to be, like, I think within the next five years, we're probably going to see, like, that not like an app-based unicorn, but like a product-based mm-hmm. unicorn creator business. Could be, could be Happy Dads. Who knows? But I, I think there's something, something, some product is going to land and then it's just gonna like it's gonna skyrocket. The, mm-hmm. It's gonna change the game. Yeah, no, I I believe it. I want to wrap up the podcast now with a couple of like, it's not would you rather's, but this is something that's gonna try new. And then we gotta present each other with some kind of uh, bet because this is something we tried last week where we did a or the week before we did a challenge to each other. First first episode, make yeah, sure to go listen. First episode, go check it out. Uh, it was definitely something that we like challenge each other for social media and stuff. Um, but I was like, you know what? It's not really a challenge, more of like a bet. Like with no fold, it's like, yo, like you fold and you're like, no, like bet. And you're like, all right, cool, bet. Like you're going to hold you, hold you to a certain standard, but it's not like a weekend, week out challenge. It's more of like it's on you and if you win – dope that's like kudos to you but it doesn't really like change the situation rather than just like give you more like strength and courage about what you're doing so like first off i want to be able to throw out a couple of these and it's it's funny because uh is it frdr or frdi frdi uh shout out to that podcast those guys are epic and i would love to do some kind of collab with them based off of just like us four being able to like talk about stuff 
Who knows? We'll try to see what happens. If you can reach out to people like that, I feel like that's gonna. This is the generation now to do that kind of stuff and partner with like other people that are creators to really like grow everyone's brand. Uh, but they definitely have a good sense of humor when it comes to like questions and stuff. So one of the things I was thinking about: When's the last time you cleaned your bed sheets? Uh, I have a new. Mm-hmm. Like a clean mm. thing folded, ready to change them out, and I haven't changed them yet. <laughs> How long has that been? Uh, I think they've been there for like two weeks, so, or like a week or something. Oh, yeah, I'm saying, but how how's, how long have the sheets been on that are on right now? Like a month and a half. Month and a half, month two and months. Half? Okay. That's not too bad. What about you, then? Bro. Well, my wife, different story, but in college... I let that thing go like half a year before watching bed sheets. Like it is what it is, but it's just like one of those things that like you don't think about. And I'm like, dude, what if you spilled your ninja pops over those? Then are you going to clean them? Bro, that's why I don't eat in bed. I don't understand people that eat in bed. Do you eat in bed? How can you sleep knowing that like some crumbs from like a pizza could be like, chilling next to you dude i used up. i used to live in a room that had a queen size bed in it and it was literally like you could only walk around the bed like that was the entirety of the room that was like your, you couldn't fit it if you if you could fit i could fit a desk uh-huh. could not fit a chair <laughs> to put it into perspective so i use the bed as a chair you just like yeah basically use the bed as a chair or i like basically just take a plank of wood and just slap that down that's my table that's where my dinner gets eaten so you get it you get the occasional like crumb but it's not too bad okay if you're a clean eater i could see that i i just i was curious because there's a lot of things that like people have been doing at home right now and it's like when you get so busy because we've all been at home like constantly that's like do they keep up with certain things that they never kept up with before? Was there anything during quarantine that you realized that you're like, yo, like I didn't really ever take care of this at my house, but now I am because I'm here every day and I see it every day. Is there been anything cleaning wise or like anything that stuck out to you that you never really dealt with before COVID? Uh, I mean, I re I like clean my room a lot more often and I like reorganize my room a lot more often. Cause I'm okay. just sitting in there going like, I don't like that. My desk is on that wall. And I just bro, I think it. that's everyone. <laughs> Everyone's like an HGTV person now. Yeah. They're like, home edition? I can make this room. I can make it into a closet. Okay, here we go. And like rescale the whole wall. Dude, that is my room. Like every six <laughs> months, I'm like, what if? What if I could just You're transform this people. entire room into a oh Brady Bunch set remake, you know? Bro, my my wife is that way. And she like she'll like move the bed. And there was one point where the bed was moved every two weeks. Bro, I was like coming home and I'm like, do we even have a bed still? Like, I don't know what's going on here. It was like one corner out face towards a window, sticking out the window in the hallway. Dude, I'm like, what that. is going I, on here? There was like, one time, I don't know if, if I'm just weird, uh, but back in the day, if I like move my bed, so we always facing toward the same wall for maybe like six months, eight months, maybe even a year. If I go, you know what? I'm, f- I'm feeling myself. I'm going to change it to a different way. While I'm sleeping, my body will just turn to the way the bed was before. So I'll wake up like literally in a whole, like the same position where <laughs> yes. my head's just like, and my feet are just dangling off. <laughs> it, it's just <laughs> bad. Do you, when, you, when you sleep, do you move a lot? Uh, or do you like... I mean, I guess. Are you like straight up like Dracula where you're just like. Oh, that's gross. If you sleep, if you sleep like looking straight at the ceiling, you are definitely like out, not coming near me. Yeah. Yeah. That's for sure. You definitely have problems. You definitely ask for a manager and you definitely, definitely like vanilla over chocolate. And I don't know about you, but that is a criminal sin. That's a criminal sin. That's one of those things. It's like when they pour uh, uh, cereal before they pour, or uh, yeah. pour milk yeah, before you, cereal. You pour your Bro. milk before your cereal, you sleep looking at the ceiling. Yeah, you, you wake up and go, you are. I can't wait to start my day today. <laughs> and you get a big old, back, big old glass of milk and then you're like, here's the cereal. You're like, <laughs> someone's definitely having to watch you 24 7 like that is not coming out exactly yeah i think that i think it would just be funny but to wrap up everything i think for a challenge this week i think for you for coming from me 
for you, I want to be able to see like another YouTube video. And it's in the work. Yeah. I want you to like and continue to like mold that creative mind of yours. Uh don't get caught up into like trying to create this like epic masterpiece. But like now that you saw like how inside was where it was just like random moments in time, try to like build something around a series of similar to that sort of like just random moments in time, whether it's you just sitting in your room for like eight hours one day and you're like, yo, this has been a very unproductive day, but I'm going to film everything. Like that's pretty cool. Like I think that would be interesting, but who knows? So that's my challenge to you or, Bet. So. Bet. Bet. Ooh. Um, for me, it's the exact same thing as two, one, one week ago. I want to see you make a TikTok. No. <laughs> <laughs> make a TikTok that doesn't involve Kevin. your optimistic relationship with traffic or your dog or anything like that. I want to see you take out your nice camera, put that into vertical mode, record a whole thing, edit it in Adobe premiere and upload that i want to see you like tell like a really good 60 second story it could be about literally anything okay I'll, I'll, with like shot variants yeah. you can't just set up your camera and talk for 60 seconds <laughs> i just eliminated half his ideas damn it <laughs> <laughs> okay no no no. bet i got it sweet i'll make it happen i want to so. see it by next podcast by next podcast yeah okay and it's every day? No. Just, just, oh, just, just one. one. That's really good. Okay. Because you're, you're a busy man. If you could do two, you said you wanted to upload a podcast every other day. Yeah. I think it's feasible Yeah. to spend like two hours yeah. every other day making I would, a I, podcast. I'll, I'll tell you right now, I could probably make a, a TikTok every other day. And then one of those days, I'm going to do one that's like with my camera. Super high quality. Super, yeah. Super story. Go crazy. With the with the storytelling creative, bro, it's gonna be a idea. Netflix original. I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm gonna excited. I'm gonna pitch it to Netflix, and they're gonna be like, "Yo, can we put that in our vertical?" And be like, "You don't even have a vertical yet, but we're gonna make a channel <laughs> just for vertical." Let's go. Like, there you go. I see that happening, but sad, sad. R.I.P. to what was it, Quibi that did that? Rest bro. in peace. No, I, good good rest in peace. Yeah. rest rest in rest in. We're happy you're gone. Honestly. People are like. Quibi? Is that a vitamin? Like what? Quibi, <laughs> Quibi was, was like that? a rich people dumpster fire. Like you couldn't look away from just all the like the fireworks and the like weird smelling essential oils. You're like, ha ha. Oh, that sucks for you, Jim. <laughs> Bro, that's the best way to put it. A rich man's dumpster fire. Oh my God. That was so good. One billion dollars. Just down, God, down the drain. So quick. You know what dude. I could have done with a billion dollars? Bro. Anything you know, else. Anything else. And like made it actually work. They just were like literally like, okay, there it is. And you're like, I paid a million dollars or billion dollars for that. Like, come on. Exactly. So tune in next week when we have our billion dollar idea. I'm thinking of calling it Schmibby. Schmibby. <laughs> and i will catch you and he will catch you too in the next episode of the no full podcast let's goodbye go. darlings Woo.